Pope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. The attributes of God. Can we trust them? This is part two. The key verse is 2 Corinthians 1.10. Who delivered us from so great a death, and by the way, this is talking about Jesus, and does deliver us, and whom we trust that he will still deliver us. This brief excursion into faith versus trust, but not in the opposition of it, but faith as it relates to trust. Maybe that's a better way to say it. But this study came about as notes for the following episode were written, and that would be episode 102. And as happens sometimes when being cognizant of the Holy Spirit's right to intervene in any message concerning his word to us, I developed this devotion accordingly. The context of the key verse, 2 Corinthians 1.10, is that Paul explained in previous verses how he and his traveling companions were recently in dire straits. He tells some of the stresses they endured and did so, I believe, in order to encourage the Corinthians how to also endure their hardships, and that is to endure with their hope intact. But hope in what? Well, listen again to the key verse, 2 Corinthians 1.10, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. This reveals hope is not so much in what as in whom. The devotion focus is trusting God's character. Well, recently I've gone through a discouraging time in which my faith in God uh, was and is still being tested. The discouragement was so strong during a couple of days, I was forced to stop and assess the circumstances that I'm in. And while thinking through events occurring over the last few years, I noticed the current set of circumstances were causing me to doubt I had my life on the right track. And this had to do with accomplishing the calling God gave me back in 2005 to become a writer and then to write a book based on a message he gave me in 2007. And the calling and message came to me as a thought so clear I attributed them to God. My faith in what I heard was so strong, and I trusted God so much to the point I retired as soon as eligible in March 2008. The significance in retiring then was that prior to that time, I planned to stay employed another 10 years at my current job, and then retire from it and apply to teach at the National Explosives School, and if hired, to teach their 10 years, and then retire. My plan was a sound financial plan, and then God revealed this other plan, His plan, a different plan. And God's plan involved a 40000 per year pay cut. And without going into all the math, my plan would have left me with $700,000 in savings. God's plan. Well, there's the rub. After 15 years of retirement, as of March this year, 2023, and trying to make a go of being a published writer, I came up against a distressing realization. I'm not as good a writer as I first thought, and my first book so far, it bombed. Now, this is where having faith and trusting God took on different meanings. Meanings other than what I've believed my whole Christian life going back to 1977. That's a long time, y'all. 
But about faith and trust, they are related, and they involve similar definitions. These definitions to follow are from the Oxford Dictionary. Faith, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, or strength of someone or something. And relationships have to be built on trust. Well, the following definitions of the same two words of faith and trust come from the Strong's Concordance, as used in the Bible. Faith is persuasion, that is, moral conviction of the truthfulness of God, especially reliance upon Christ for salvation, and it's also a constancy in such profession. It's, by extension, the system of religious truth itself. So it's assurance, belief, to believe, to have faith, and it's fidelity. And trust is to have faith also in a person or thing. And that is by credit to entrust one's spiritual well-being to Christ. It's to put trust in. And it's also, it's from a root word meaning to expect. So we expect something from God enough when we trust him. Now, here's an interesting discovery. When I read through some of the verses using the word trust as having faith in something or someone, the context there was something people were doing opposed to sitting there holding a belief. Now, follow this thought with me. It stands to reason we must have belief or faith in something or someone before we trust ourselves to take action based upon that trust. But here's what I discovered with my recent difficulties. I was sitting here holding a belief, and when circumstances caused me to doubt my belief, I was left with a choice I didn't see in the beginning. Instead, what I saw in the beginning and go, even going back several years, I saw depressing circumstances culminating in just this utter discouragement. And subconsciously, I was depending on circumstances to confirm my faith. Do you see the problem with this? I had faith, but it was rattled by events that were happening contrary to what I thought should be happening. And when I stopped to take that assessment I mentioned earlier, and realized my mistake of allowing circumstances to cause doubt, I had to wonder, well, what now? And this is when I discovered an aspect of trust unknown to me before this. The best way I know how to describe it is faith at that point was an intellectual event for me. But now trust, as in trusting God, became an action word. I saw that I had to make a decision to trust God, regardless of the circumstances. And listen, those circumstances were very convincing of my failure, and that's failure as a writer. But wait, didn't God call me to do this, to write a book? Did he call me to create a podcast? I still believe he did. So I tried to trust God by telling him that I trust him. But then I felt like a hypocrite because my feelings were telling me one thing as I tried to utter words of trust to God. So let me ask. What would you do in this predicament? Well, this is what I did, and I'm still working on doing. I chose to trust God and at the same time stop allowing the distressing thoughts to run wild through my mind whenever I happen to think about the current circumstances. And it's more difficult than you might think. But I'm convinced this is a process of changing how I think about God's will and how it works out, especially when his will seems contrary to common sense. Now, in summary, faith and trust are related, 
but at times must be treated differently when it comes to an intellectual belief versus trust requiring action. And so the action to consider, it takes persistent prayer to God, asking him to help you see where you may be living under the undue influence of circumstances. Do you hear that? Undue influence. Circumstances, they do influence us, but they shouldn't be like taking over total control and causing all the anxiety and grief that's possible. And you'll know something is amiss when circumstances go against common sense and logic, and yet you're still in God's will. But how will you know? It's by being in God's word daily. It's the only way I know. Because reading the Bible once or twice during the year, we won't cut it here. An online article, the link is in the show notes, but this article was at Christianity Today and said that in 2021, 26 million people stopped reading their Bibles. And only 50% reported reading it a few times each year before COVID hit. So please don't let this happen to you. Now next week's devotion will go back to the attributes of God, what makes Him great, part three. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.